0: Welcome back to the Becoming More podcast, episode number 12. Before we get started, I just want to ask you to like and subscribe on YouTube and rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps the show and helps us get more viewers and possibly more guests. Uh, here on Becoming More, we go in depth talking to some amazing people about how they have changed their lives dramatically and have helped others do the same through inspiration and motivation. Today, I am joined by Allie. Allie, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm well I'm uh enjoying that it's not blistering hot today and we're recording in May and it is it raining by you uh no it's just damp
1: oh but it's, it's like warm. 50
0: degrees out so yeah it's weird that's your jam uh way more than 95 like last weekend <laughs> of course last yeah. weekend when I was mulching and it was 95 degrees and I'm like I hate my life <laughs> so much we're but. opposites
1: I love 95
0: you love 95 yeah. mm-hmm. uh, No. 70s 70s I can get 70s right. are perfect yeah I I, I, um, when I, was a kid my dad was stationed in uh, Seattle area so mm-hmm. we lived there in the summer because my parents were divorced and in the summer it'd be like 70s all summer and then we'd have like a heat wave day, like like mid 80s for like a week and then that's it and it was beautiful like I loved it and then I came back to like humidity central Pennsylvania um, and it was not not fun in September yeah
1: west coast has beautiful weather all yeah. the time yeah
0: and then there's volcanoes that you might have to watch out for at some point or earthquakes <laughs> or earthquakes yeah uh, t- t- take it uh, you know there's negatives and positives
1: yeah. Oh, yeah all
0: right so um we've known each other a little bit um mm-hmm. and uh i like to ask each guest and i kind of know your story somewhat but you know a lot of the listeners or viewers won't so what would you say so far your bottom line of your journey is
1: I guess I just really want to live a healthy life overall, like in all aspects, not just like lose weight. I mean, that's a big part of being healthy is being at a healthy weight. But I think for me, it's just cultivating balance and like wholesome. I don't know if I'm trying just the whole picture. I want to be happy here I want to be happy there I want to be healthy over here like, I just like, want to like
0: a holistic approach to life yeah. in general yeah
1: yeah yep awesome so that's my that's my main goal yeah
0: and uh you're definitely getting there I mean I, I know your story and we'll get into it um so I, I kind of like that kind of go back to early life because everybody has like a spot where they start because like all of us have like um developed habits that we got from childhood like whether mm-hmm. it's any like I have a problem where I chew my nails because I've done it all my life and I hate that I do it and I try not to, but I still, if I'm stressed, I do it. Yeah. Um, Or uh, any of us with food addiction have many issues. Uh, So growing up, would you say that you were like, were you in like good shape? Were you athletic? Were you heavy? Like as long as you can remember. And on top of that, did your weight like progress like all of a sudden you got because like I had a year where I was like depressed when I was like 13 and I gained a ton like I gained a bunch Uh, or did it just kind of like slowly progress as you got older
1: okay so when up until I was probably about eight nine I was like a thin little tiny little thing um and then I think well, my parents were definitely having trouble in their marriage. And I think before I was completely aware of it, I was aware of it. Like I was absorbing it. So I started to, I guess, use food as comfort at that point. Like I would like sneak stuff. Like I would go in the cabinet, grab stuff and then like eat it really quietly. Like while my mom was <laughs> doing something kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't really understand why I was doing it. Cause I just knew I just wasn't supposed to because yep. she would get like she wouldn't like me doing it like she would get mad at me or be like you can't you can't eat like that whatever but um i didn't really understand why i just knew i wanted it you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then i would say pretty much from that point on i have been heavy like and it slowly slowly progressed until it just got really really mad and i couldn't not like look at myself and be like oh. you know what i mean you just like get disgusted by yourself and you're like, why am I like this? What? Oh, how oh, did this happen? Yeah, I,
0: I, I was posting, because uh, I, I, I never do as many of the posts as I used to on Instagram, but I was posting on a throwback or some picture and I, I saw this picture and it was literally, I did this to my chin. Like I cut, I cropped it like right here. So you wouldn't yeah. see like my double chin at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really have it anymore, but I yeah. used to have it pretty severe. and, um, <clears throat> And I was just like, I was like, yeah. I, I I said I said not only was I ashamed that I had gotten to six hundred pounds, but I was so ashamed that I cut out part of my face of this picture because I I didn't have the original. Like it was that was it. Yeah. And it's just like one of those things where you get like you get to a point where you just like you, you kind of get ashamed. I I guess ashamed is a decent word for it, but it's just like you and you are just kind of like relegated to the person you are. Like and I mean I don't know about you, but like for me, I didn't think I I honestly didn't know that I would be able to change. Like to the to the level it takes because it takes a lot of work.
1: Yeah, it does. (laughs) It's not just like what you put in your mouth, even though it's a really big part of it. It's it's not just that. It requires like mind, soul, Mm -hmm. body kind of thing. Like it's it's whole. You got to do the whole thing. Oh yeah, and to be successful. A lot
0: of times online, we hear people say, "Oh, it's like eighty percent nutrition, twenty percent exercise, or some version of that." Right. Mm -hmm. And and I've kind of like in recent weeks, I've gone to like, no, it's like. 10% 10% exercise, 40% nutrition, and like 50% mindset. Cause it mm-hmm. is all one one time one podcast I said it was two there was two hundred percent, but that didn't make sense. So because I said one hundred percent mindset and then another one hundred percent is the other stuff. But you know it, your world. Yeah. Whatever it's, it, it, it's it's my world, right? Yeah. Uh I mean, yeah. But you know, it's just so tough because like without the mindset, you you just get mired in like you can get mired in it. Cause even like I mean, I lost a hundred pounds without the mindset because mm-hmm. you can do it but then yeah. like you always had the problem of if you like would go back
1: you're going to go back.
0: that's definitely not what i wanted to do so i yeah i maintained for a while and then i eventually kept going but yep yeah okay so so you got like you said it was like a progression after you i mean being through all the sneaking like yeah. sneaking food right um so yep. as you're like teenager and young, and adulthood. Um, and you have like a car and now you have plenty of opportunities to get food right yeah um so was there a point while you were like before you got to the actual point where you're like yeah i need no i need to make a change was it ever like something in your head that you were like i really need to go like try to lose weight did you try other times to lose weight oh my god
1: my whole life was i gotta lose weight oh yeah i was very very aware. I think there's sometimes like in some family aspects where it's just accepted in my family, it was not accepted. It was okay. What are you doing? Like, I love you. I care about you. I want you to be healthy. Like, why can't you help yourself? And I'm mm. like, I don't know. Like wh- I'm trying, but that's, you know, it was just more it, like we say, it was the mindset thing. My mind wasn't right. So no matter what I did, if I had lost 50 pounds in one shot, which I've done before, um, but I'd gone back always. So, mm-hmm. um, as I was like a teenager and had access to the car, really the thing for me was freedom from, you know, my BS at home. Um, which also got me into more BS at home because then I was irresponsible and I was a teenager and not doing the right thing all the time. But, um, it wasn't so much really about food, like the freedom to get whatever food I want until like my twenties then mm-hmm. was when I was like doing the fast food drive throughs and, snacking in my car when I was driving that stuff didn't start till later
0: on okay that's cool yeah um so what I kind of I know that like um obviously you're not in your early 20s anymore unfortunately right no um so so when was it that like you decided to like this time that like what was there like an event or anything that led to it or was it just like you were just tired of seeing yourself at that point
1: so I wasn't even at my heaviest when I was like, something needs to change. I can't tell you what weight I was at. I want to say, I was probably a little bit less than my heaviest. Because my heaviest was almost three hundred pounds, and I'm five foot one. That's a lot for a little that frame. Is, that is, yes. So, um, so I guess the breaking point. I the whole year was was just. a a year of anxiety and stress and it should have been some really happy moments but it it was like a culmination of all of these life events and not dealing with them and all of these things and it finally just came out in that one year because it was like I'd reached my breaking point I had had enough stress I had had enough anxiety I was um going to school I was student teaching school full-time student teaching working full-time planning a wedding By myself, (laughs) yeah. I had no help with that. Um, so it was all of those things, and while those things are awesome, like student teaching was great, I loved the kids. Um, graduating with my master's was awesome. That was a huge accomplishment, you know. Mm. And then getting married, like that was. These were all things that was supposed to validate me and make me feel like I had done something with myself. And I'm sorry, and um, I didn't. It was. It was not it was outside validation that I guess I was trying to get and I didn't get it because the validation really comes from you. And I didn't know that. So I guess after that, like after that had happened, I was a newlywed and I should have been like pissed drunk happy, but I wasn't, I was miserable. Mm -hmm. And I remember I had a test to get certified for teaching. I went and I dropped my ex-husband off at a bar with our friends. And then I drove home and I just like broke down. And I called my mom, I was stressed about the test, but I think it was just the last thing that I could handle. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I meaning like I can't do life, but yeah. I just said, I can't do this anymore. And um, she was like, like, what do you mean? You know what I mean? Like you need help. And I was like, yeah, I know. So she ended up finding somebody through work who highly recommended somebody and um, I ended up going to. It was a therapist, uh-huh. and um, I ended up going, and that was like the best decision I've ever made for myself was to do that, um, because I was so depressed. I was like falling asleep in my chair at work. Like it was really, really sad. Oh, really wow. bad.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people don't want to talk about therapy or mental health a lot because it's it's such a tough subject. I mean, yeah. I know, like when I when I talk about like anything painful, like you get upset, like you, you even like thinking about, yeah. Um, I mean, I'll even throw it back to like when I did my first episode and I talked about my grandfather who I was very close to who died.
1: Mm-hmm. Like I
0: started to tear up as I was recording and I'm yeah. like, I was like, I, I didn't expect it. Cause I, yeah. I've been like a couple of years since he passed. And like, it, but those like deep seated emotions come out and like, so, yeah. talk about it with mental, anything with mental health or, um, you know, it, it's just going to bring it up, and it's going to make you. It sometimes it makes you feel worse, but then it also feels you feel better after you get like figure out what you need to do.
1: Yep.
0: And yeah. um And it, I mean, that all also goes back to like the whole mindset approach of life, not just weight loss. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because like, yeah. I, I, I really um am on the same level with you about uh, how you were getting all those check boxes of your life, and you weren't like feeling fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I, I I was at the same spot because I got my master's and I was, I had my, like, I had the job I wanted when I left college, my bachelor's, when I finished my bachelor's, I had this job I wanted, mm-hmm. and I got my master's, and I was just, like, unfulfilled, and I left that job, and then um, got a new job, yeah. and then, um, and, you know, and, uh, I still wasn't totally fulfilled, but I was feeling better about it, and then once I started the journey, like, it's amazing how much stuff opens up once you, like, really focus on yourself, yep, because, like, you have so much more, your your perspective kind of changes right because because like you you're in a better mindset you're more like apt to want to make changes and and not just weight loss like there's tons of changes that get made that have nothing to do with the pounds on the scale
1: yeah oh yeah absolutely i think that's probably the biggest part of like my specific journey is all of the things that have happened as a result because Realistically, I've lost like over 50 pounds. am not quite at 60 yet, but that was like therapy was a springboard for this, but me doing this whole journey was a springboard for like my personal growth. Because I think that is like the biggest part for me of all of this. Um, I don't think you were on the ALG call, um, but I said something to John. I was like, you know, I've only lost like 10 pounds since December and I'm like pissed about it you know Mm -hmm. but John said he's like yeah but you've been doing a lot of like mental growth I'm like yeah that's true like I guess you shed the weight of like your mental stuff too but you know sometimes it messes with you with the scale you're like
0: oh Oh, it definitely messes with you (laughs) (laughs)
1: like I've been doing all this work but like nothing's happening Mm -hmm. but really there is stuff happening it's just not a number
0: yeah, and that's when like I, I I know John and I John and I have talked a lot about this. Um, John Arpino, JArp's journey for people listening, uh, and I'm sure he'll love hearing his name here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he and I have talked a lot about this. And the NSVs, non-scale victories, are like what keep me going a lot because I'll notice like while the scale doesn't change that much, like clothes fit better, clothes are bigger. That I could be the same weight I was like a couple months ago, and on the scale and the clothes will fit better and I'm like mm-hmm. what the hell what what what? <laughs> like it makes it makes no sense because it's but it's like you know sometimes it's just to, it could be redistribution yeah, of like your weight it could also be like so I work out at the gym and I lift weights and like I'm gaining muscle and losing mm-hmm. fat and then muscle weighs more <laughs> so yeah. th- that's also part of it and that's where I'm not going to see it and that's for me that's like That's I knew that going in that as soon as I started with lifting weight, it's like this is a possibility that I won't see the scale go down, but it'll I'll get thinner at the same time. Right. Yeah. And which is which is nice because we're all vain.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think also like for me, because I had um I had and I mean I guess you don't ever it's kind of like addiction. Like you don't ever you're in recovery from an eating disorder. Mm -hmm. So like I had binge eating disorder, but when I say had you still have it. You're just in recovery, I guess. Um, but for me, like when you have an eating disorder like that, like you obsess over the scale and you obsess over things that like, I don't want to even want to say like neurotypical because it's like, nobody's really neurotypical if you think about it, but, um, thin people maybe don't like obsess over or maybe like average people don't obsess over. And, um, through school, I also learned about another eating disorder called orthorexia nervosa, which is basically like the need to be on you're obsessed about being on. It's gotta be the healthiest item, the least amount of this, the most amount of this, the most nutrition. And if it's not binge eating, it's that for me. So like, yeah and i i've been i've i've done a really good job of like achieving balance for the most part but there are some times where like in a store if it has one ingredient that's bad there are times in my mind where i'm like nope can't eat that Mm -hmm. like you won't you you can't do it but um so that's just to like kind of like a little peek in the window of my mind so bringing it back to the scale like it's hard to not get so ocd and obsess over it sometimes because for a really long time most of our lives that's what's been drilled in our mind as the measurement for success with weight Mm -hmm. loss but I know better we all know better it's just I guess hard in your mind to not
0: get so much value (laughs) in that yeah it was uh I had one of those moments where it was like a validation moment when I was uh walking into work so we like these big glass doors and it was like the first day, it was back in April when it was finally like the weather broke and it was like, nice. I didn't need a jacket or a hoodie or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just walking in and I have like a polo shirt on and I like see myself in the reflection and I'm like, is that like, 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 like is that me? Right. One of yeah. those moments. Cause I'm like, yeah, like, that I, I doesn't look like me. Cause it, like, it's not as like big. Right. And like my, especially like in my chest, like I look a lot slimmer, like my mm-hmm. shoulder and chest than I used to. And I'm, and I'm just like, I, yeah, it's it just like one of those, like surreal kind of moments and that and like people like or like well is you know they don't they don't think of it but that's another an nsv that's an nsv as well because oh yeah you know because you know, like you see how you see yourself is such a big deal like if, if, you, if you see yourself yeah. as you know your heaviest whatever it is um you're just gonna like constantly put, put yourself down about it because yeah because i mean if if i saw myself a 600 pound bread all the time I'd feel terrible, but I see myself like at the gym. There's mirrors in the room I work out in all the time, so I see myself constantly. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and uh, but it's it's the same thing. Like I still see the old me at times, but like most of the time I don't anymore. Like I used yeah. to when I first went to the gym, I would see the old me all the time because I felt like out of place. Yeah, of course I started, like really getting into it, and it just and it, gyms are scary places because <laughs> especially for like people that are not athletic or fit, like you I, think I, you think you don't belong. A lot right and and i mean I, I still get like looks and from people that are a-holes <laughs> uh but, but 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 then but then like as you do it more like you wind up like there there's this one guy i see every now and then and every time i'm in the he goes he's usually in the same room i'm in it's like a little room that for like um special like free weight exercises and then like also just to get away from like the main free weight area and the lifters and um and he sees me in like after i do like a like i do this like high intensity training so after i do like my full set he'll like fist bump me and like tell me oh it's awesome workout and it's just like he doesn't have to do that right yeah but but he does because he's like just trying to be encouraging yeah and which is nice because like especially for someone that used to be like i don't ever want to go to the gym or i want to go like when nobody's there or i'm just gonna go to the pool because i like going to the pool
1: yeah he probably honestly sees you in there working harder than most like meatheads you know what i mean they just go there stare at themselves and go <laughs> and yeah, he's probably, probably like damn this guy's working his ass off
0: yeah usually after i work with my trainer i'm always like my, my headband is like covered it's like i, I wring it out after, outside because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah no it's gross but it, it also is like one of those times where it like feels great because it's like you yeah. know you did a lot right oh
1: yeah
0: yeah yeah okay so i was curious like when you started like this current loss that you've had the 50ish 50 60 pounds mm-hmm. um did, did you follow any i mean any like nutrition uh program or plan or did you just like kind of research it a little bit and like just do your own kind of thing because so, there's all there's uh, all different ways people do it right there's oh yeah definitely. tons of different I've ways i've
1: done many different ways <laughs> um actually that's probably the funniest way that i've done is it's not really that funny uh nutrition new, what is it called nutrisystem oh yeah I would just eat four meals in one instead of eating like the, this size meal for my one sitting. I would oh, yeah. eat like four of them in one. I'd be like, oh man, I have no food. I guess I'll have a slice of pizza for dinner. It was the most <laughs> ridiculous thing I've ever done. So um, this time around, um, Ryan actually propelled a lot of this because when Ryan and I first met, he was so motivated to like do better. I think we both were because we were fresh out of like horrible marriages and we just were so like um, bright eyed and bushy tailed about like the future because we were finally making moves for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So he was like, really like, I really want to do this. I really want to do something. Um, And then, you know, we got happy and we got comfortable. Um, But uh, we had gone to Florida and we were both like fat as fuck, uncomfortable, and just like gross. And we were in a queen size bed and we were just like, move over because we couldn't, it just didn't work. And we were Mm -hmm. like, we gotta do something about this. So Ryan reached out to um, Noah who was Transformational Truth on Instagram. um, And he was kind of like my Guinea pig. Like I was like, all right, you, you do this. I will do it with you. And if we're successful, like, I'll hop on board. Um, and that's basically how this whole entire thing was. Like, Ryan was the one that did it. Same thing with ALG. Ryan was in ALG, and I would, like, sit over here and be, like, talking about You know what I mean? Like, Ryan did a <laughs> yeah. lot of it. And I, I'm i very, like, I'm cool. I can talk to you, but I'm slow to warm up kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. I need to be, like, comfortable and know that you're, like, not a dick. Yeah. And then I can, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm
0: I'm kind of similar because uh, I always was very introverted and shy as a kid. Yeah. And 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 then like uh, when I first heard about ALG as well, which I'll link in this show notes because we're discussing it so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like uh, I remember Caleb asked me about joining it, and I was like, I was like, I don't know. Like I don't like like it was just one of those things where I was like, I don't know. Because like I mean, I talked to a lot of people on here already, and I'm already kind of like at my like I'm I'm more extroverted now than I was, but I still mm-hmm. have some introversion. Yeah, And, and uh, but then when I joined it and like a first call I did it, and it was it's every Wednesday night, 8.30 on ALG's website. Um, just drop it, it's fine. Yeah, might as well. Uh, but, you know, I did it and it was only six people or so in it. But when I did it, I was like, it was like, at first I was like nervous and then I did talk and then I was like, you know, I like, I like it. Like, and then and I just started doing every week then. Right. Cause yeah. you know, I like the people and I like hearing different experiences and perspectives. So, yeah.
1: Well, I commend you for being brave enough because I wasn't, I was like, I'm not sitting there with these people. I don't even know. You know what I mean? Like I, I was very apprehensive. Um, the other thing, I, <clears throat> the other thing I wanted to talk about was that I, um, in the middle of July, I started actually in the beginning of July, I, um, made a really impulsive decision to do a health coaching program. Mm-hmm literally didn't know what it was about I knew that it included a lot of spirituality and like holistic stuff which I think I had always been into and ultimately like wanted to that was like a goal of mine to like get to a point where I was doing everything that I always believed but I didn't really like know how to get there um like I believed all of these things I knew like the food industry was just like big pharma that kind of thing like it's controversial but we're not going to get into it. But like, I knew all of these things in my mind, like these were the things that I believed, but like, I was the only one. Everyone was like, Oh, whatever with you. But, um, like I knew all of these things and I knew that I wanted like to have a holistic approach and like organic stuff. And like, I was always into that, but I didn't know how to like put it together and make Mm -hmm. it work for myself and my life. So that was like my whole idea of the health coaching thing was like, oh, it's like a holistic approach to health and like there's spirituality in it. And these are like my jams. So I literally, I just, someone advertised it. I clicked it. I did the sample classes and I was like, I'm in, I'm doing it. And it was like, started in two days. So I like got everything together, paid it, did it. And I was in. And then that I think combined with like Noah's help just really like pivoted me into the right direction. And um, that really helped a lot. I changed a lot of what I was doing. I, I know a lot more now. I read a lot more now um, and I make better decisions. And as a result, like I feel better and I definitely look better, not just from a weight standpoint, but just like, I remember I took a picture in the sun And I showed my brother and I was like, do you see this like little glow on me? I said, people pay for that in the makeup store. It's called highlighter. (laughs) I said, that's my skin, dude. And he was like, well, all right. I guess that's kind of cool. I'm like, no, it's really cool. I was like, I met, you know, like, I was like a dull, like acne loser. What do you mean? Like, this is insane. I feel (laughs) great. I look great. So um, it just really, it changed everything. And that was like my biggest victory. I think
0: that I did for myself. Awesome. Yeah. Um, because, um, as I talked about on the, like, I think the first episode, I I also work with Noah, um, Mm -hmm. for, for now I'm taking a little break because of having a baby and not wanting to spend, uh, excess money on things I don't really need to at the moment. Um, but, and and it has helped me as well. Um, so while you were doing the nutrition, did you also start to do any like increased activity? As well,
1: yeah. Ryan and I would walk a lot um, in the summer, and like sweat everything off. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. When, whenever we're we're out there walking, we're we're sweating a ton, right? Oh
1: my god, it was crazy. The heat sometimes, but we would do it together every day. were um, mm-hmm. out there, and we were just walking the neighborhood, um, and it was nice because we would like you know banter on Instagram and like make funny stories, and it was cool. Um, and then the winter came. And that was tougher. Like, I don't, I can't do the mask in the gym. I'm very, like, claustrophobic, mm-hmm. or I get claustrophobic. So like, the mask in a store sometimes is tough for me, like, if my mouth is sweating. I'm like, Oh, get me out of <laughs> here. I, I gotta go. Like, I yeah. can't do it. So like doing it in a gym, which I really do really well in the gym, really, really well, I kill it. But I I can't do the mask. So I was doing stuff at home. I was doing like this hip hop aerobic step thing and I love it, but I've, this has always been me. I come home from work or I come home. I would come home from school and home was like the chill zone. Mm -hmm. It was a time to get comfortable. It was a time to relax and just be. So now I'm trying to not be, I'm trying to do at home and it's really hard. And I think that kind of derailed my progress in a sense because like i would get in my own way i'd be like it's so cold and i just want to be under a blanket or like i wouldn't have the motivation because seasonal depression kind of thing um ryan and i both dealt with that and now that it's warmer i've been definitely out there i've been being more active for sure and i i love it i I like being active
0: i I see you guys on john's uh uh 5k walks at the
1: yeah those are fun
0: on long island um you guys did one in Philly though, no? We did one in Philly, yes. How was Philly? It? it was good. It was good. We had a few people show up. Um it was I I, I spent the whole day with him and Kenny. So that was yeah. it was an adventure. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Our story show, we had a story our Instagram stories showed a bit. Um yeah. yeah, it was it was fun because you know, um, especially like I found that when you meet people from this community out in real life, uh you already know each other quite a bit, like you know, you know like a shell of what the person is right cuz you know like certain yeah. aspects mm-hmm. I mean, you actually have like conversations longer than like an instagram story or yeah. longer than like an occasional alg call and we'd have mm-hmm. different time to talk for a few minutes like you have like i spent like you know 9 hours with them mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I we talked a lot and, yeah. and and but it was like it was like a i kind of equated to like old friends like catching up kind of thing like where you just kind of click like right after you See each other right. Yeah. But I never met them before in person. So it was yeah. similar. I know the feeling. There's yeah. just
1: it's it's an acceptance and you don't even like need to be apprehensive about it. Like you just accept each other. And I I don't know if I've said this publicly. I've definitely said it on um the girls' calls that we do but I feel like the weight loss community is very similar to the gay community in the sense that there is just acceptance. We accept you for who you are. We know what you've dealt with because we've dealt with it too. Um, we know how mean people can be. We know how tough family can be, or, you know, different relationships in your life and the gym for the first time. We know it because we've lived it. So we just accept you and there's no explanation required. You can just yeah. be you.
0: Speaking speaking of, uh, uh, acceptance so it was funny when we were in philly we we're at the rocky statue and like there's this lady that is uh she, for tips she takes pictures for people right that's all she does like she, she's a, she must make a killing like i mean oh, sure. seriously yeah like 5 10 20 who knows how much she gets per person per yeah. group but like yeah. uh so we all get yeah. like we all get pictures of the rocky statue like flexing and stuff and she's the one that tells us how to pose and stuff as we're going. Oh, really and um and then when I came up, so John did his first like solo, and then I did mine. Kenny didn't want to do any in front of it, but I did mine. She she's like, she oh yeah, she's like so starts so saying she's like I like my men big, and like keeps going on about me there, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then when we got done and we we're like getting towards the rocky stuff, I'm like, hey guys, what's it like to be the skinny friend?
1: Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> they probably then, love that.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I I know. And then it was just it was just funny, and it's like because uh, you know like whenever you're. Big person, like you get called, like I get called, big man, big guy, whatever, you know, some version of that a lot. Um, and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, they're not talking about my height, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. but it, it was just, it's just an, it was a fun little anecdote from that trip because it was just like weird. Because I, I mean, I've seen the Rocky statue so many times, like I never go up to and get pictures in front of it. Yeah, I get when I was younger, I did, and then I, yeah, because we they had never been, so I was like, of course, we gotta get photos. And it was just a yeah, funny, of course. it was a funny thing. Um,
1: no, I feel you on the skinny friend thing. Still not there yet. Hope to be though one day.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was I,
1: always the fat friend.
0: I have one friend that I've gotten skinnier than, then, which is it's strange. Yeah, because <laughs> like I'm always used. To, I was always used to being the biggest. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest, but I'm still pretty big. Um, yeah. But but we'll get, we'll get there, right? Eventually. Yeah. Like, oh yeah.
1: And the day that I do, you will all know. About <laughs> I'm the skinny friend. I made it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. And people start ch- just commenting Skin- skinny bitches unite or something. <laughs> uh, all right. So, so we talked about diet, like your nutrition, your activity. Um, one thing I like to talk about with some guests is like dealing with like plateaus because like, I feel like so often they get like, they get left out of Instagram because like, you oh don't, you, you don't talk about them because you don't
1: want to acknowledge them. No, plateau is my middle name, (laughs) the worst, the worst. I have hit so many plateaus and I have tried so many different things. Um, One of the things that really like helped me though was removing gluten from my diet. Mm -hmm. So backstory, I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovary syndrome. um, And it's basically from like, there's four different kinds. My kind is insulin resistance. So there's a lot of metabolic stuff that goes into it. Um, biggest thing, probably one of them is um, blood sugar. So like by removing certain things from your diet or regulating your sugar, stuff like that, you can really improve your weight loss and your overall health. So that's been like my, um, I call weight loss like my major, like we're talking about college, weight loss is my major, PCOS is my minor. Okay. I've been trying to manage both of those things. And I think- Genuinely, part of the reason that I hit these plateaus so much is because I haven't quite figured out what else I need to do in terms of PCOS and moving forward with that. I've been toying with removing dairy, but like I love cheese, Mm -hmm. but I actually recently listened to a PCOS podcast and they said that cheese has something called casein in it. And casein is kind of the same as sugar. It just makes you feel like you need cheese and I need cheese. So I'm like, maybe that's the problem. Like, I don't necessarily know that my body needs to be dairy free. Like I'm managing, I'm okay. But like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to know unless I try it. So um, that might be my next step. But these are the things that, that get me past these plateaus is removing stuff, toying with this. What if I only do like natural sugar? That, that is the thing that like brought out like the really great skin kind of thing. And the energy boost Mm -hmm. was, um, really only doing natural sugar, um, which is tough, you know, but I, I feel really good when I do that. So those kinds of things were how I beat plateaus was just, okay, now I'm going to do this. I'm ready to remove gluten. I'm going to experiment for one month. I'm writing down all my symptoms. And then I'm going to keep track of them every week. And mm-hmm. once I saw that most of those symptoms, especially like brain fog, that was the biggest thing for me was gone. I was like, all right, I got to stick with this. And I do. And I've been doing that successfully, but now I think it's time for dairy.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't I want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not like, a, like um, I can eat cheese every now and then, but like my thing is always like, if I want ice cream, like, I don't get, I don't keep any in the house. Yeah. But but if I, like, if, especially like on the, on my high carb meals, if I'm out and I, and I, and I'm like, oh, I could go for like, like a cone or something, especially in the su- summer, I'm thinking more than like winter, right?
1: Summer gets you.
0: Yeah. Oh, <clears throat> and, and So I, many good
1: ice cream spots.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Especially, you, I mean, you live in New York, so plenty of places.
1: Oh, and they're all like homemade. Mm-hmm. It's insane. They're so good. And I'm an ice cream person, too. So I get you on that 100%.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I am. Um, I recently started like, uh, at work, about a year ago, they had food trucks come on like Fridays. And they used to get like, they had a gelato truck come. And uh I had like, it was this combination of Oreo and uh, chocolate hazelnut. And I don't know what it was, but it was like crack, because <laughs> like, I had it. And I was just like, I want more of this every time
1: I wouldn't then, have it
0: yeah yeah and I was just I mean it was expensive because it's like you know just for like the cone it was like five bucks or something and Yeah. I was like yeah I don't really need that but man it's good and then I'd always hope that they had that those flavor combination like it would, it would be two scoops and I would get like one of each and then but they didn't always have the chocolate hazelnut, so I couldn't always get it but I was like man it was so good it's just like one of those things where I never tried it before I, I, I had heard about gelato but like I never really had it because I'm like well, what's the- it like ice cream right
1: it's like the butter of ice cream it's yeah, so smooth and I know. oh it's a perfect texture I love gelato
0: yeah and, and it, it, that's what makes it dangerous
1: <laughs> yeah oh yeah um I never actually thought about this until I met Ryan but um because he had weight loss surgery he has like a different um I guess perspective of different kinds of foods mm. so he told me once he's like yeah ice cream's a slider food and I'm like What? What's a slider food? He's like, you know, like it just slides down, like you don't really get full from it. And I'm like, that's it. That's why I love ice cream. Like I can just eat and eat and eat it. Like Like, I could sit there and eat an entire pint, but I don't most of the time. But I could because I guess it's a slider food.
0: I guess. Yeah, yeah. And when I started my journey, I um I start I try to do those halo top pieces of crap. Oh, I hate those. they will. I'll never get a sponsorship now because I just call them a piece of crap. But do um,
1: you even want one though?
0: No, no, because they're You're awful. Dressed. Like, like I oh. tried them, and I'm like every every time I try one, I'm like, God, this is awful. And it's actually what's gotten me to the point when people ask me like for ideas for substit- substituting some food for another. Often it's the quest peanut butter cups, and I, I always am like, if you just want a Reese's, eat a Reese's. If you want like ice cream, it. eat like ice cream. Like, don't eat a whole half gallon of it but have like get like i so i don't keep it here but if i i'll go out and get something right Mm -hmm. because i'm like i just want like if i want it i'm gonna get it like it's yeah it's gonna happen it may not happen today but it'll happen and then i'll like probably binge on it too if i I was gonna say the longer
1: you prolong what you want the mm -hmm. more likely you are to binge just go get it and get it over with.
0: yeah i know (laughs) you know yep all right so uh, a couple things that i like to ask oh yeah kind of a couple of things i like to ask people about um are what i call like the physical and non-physical changes from your weight loss i used to call it a side effect but that's not really a good phrase for it and it's so some people have like physical changes like they act like they lose shoe size they lose height they like obviously and then there's also obviously the NSV side of but that, we're not counting that um and then there's also like you lose people that you used to be close to because you don't do the things that you used to do right like mm-hmm. you go out and like have all night vendors of food and drinks yeah. or, um, or, but then there's also the positive of like, you gain friends, like Instagram community can be a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. And, and you also gain like things like confidence because from, from, from oh, yeah the weight loss and not to say that everything's tied to weight, but it helps you with be, get, gaining confidence. Have you had some of those things in your
1: journey? Pretty much everything that you've recommended yeah. <laughs> that you've said. Um, I want to say, Probably two of my biggest things. One is the confidence. Like I feel like I've always been more confident than your like typical fat girl. Like I'll go on the bathing, I'll go on the beach in a bathing suit. Leave me alone. I don't care. Like that kind of thing. Like I don't want to be prohibited. So I just would do my thing, even though like I was gross. Um, so I've always had a little bit more confidence, I think, but this confidence is like almost it's different in the sense like I, I, I've never been as small as I am. Well, I have, but like as small as I am now, the weight I am at now, I haven't been in a really long time. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I think that coupled with the personal growth and the change of like who I am as a person has really kind of, I'm probably a little bit too ahead of myself. Like I'll like buy stuff and I'm like, oh, thinking you can't wear that yet you know what I mean that kind of stuff (laughs) but like in my head I can because like I should I like Mm -hmm. I'm worth it kind of thing but physically then I look at it I'm like "Mm, you're not there yet you got to pull back a little bit um but the other thing I was going to say when you were saying like you lose people I don't know necessarily that it's as a result of my weight loss I think it's as a result of like the overall self-care self-prioritization self-respect kind of thing that I've Mm -hmm. developed. Um, And, you know, I talk a lot in the girls group about like setting boundaries and stuff like that. um, Cause that's been one huge lesson that I've had to learn was how to set boundaries and how to still like setting boundaries for me is an attempt to maintain the relationship that you have with some people. Mm -hmm. Whereas I could just not but I'm setting this boundary with you because I want to kind of thing. Whereas before I was just a victim of the whole thing. I'd be like, yeah, but if they said this, then like, what am I supposed to do? Like I was kind of at other people's mercy where now I'm like, no, I'm going to take control of like myself (laughs) and protect how I feel. And I'm letting you know that this is my threshold and this is where I'm at. And if that's something that you can't respect, I just have to take a step back for a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I think, The biggest part in all of that is my, um, I don't want to say apathy because it's not apathy because I care. It's more or less the, I guess, maturity or like how calm I can be about it. Um, Because not a lot of people in my life understand it. They're more or less just like, you've changed. You don't hang out with the same people you hung out with. You don't maintain relationships with the same people that you used to, quite frankly, force relationships with before you know, that kind of a thing. And they just look at it very negatively. They don't understand, but, um, you know, that's not really for me. It's, it's kind of for them, but I think those are like my two biggest things. Um, one of those relationships was really, really big and really, really hard for a really, really long time. Um, and when I finally put the kibosh on like the, um, the norm I guess of it all mm-hmm. I don't know the, the way that it had been going for a really long time when I finally put the kibosh on it I was like I'm so amazed and like proud of myself I'm like wow bitch you really did it like you <laughs> really did do it like I can't believe you did that you know what I mean and oh yeah I was really emotional for like a week about it I was like wow like I cannot believe myself I really like I understand this so much deeper and I I respect what it is instead of forcing it what I want to be kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And it just really like, that was a huge turning point was that big kibosh. I was just like, wow, like you're really making progress here. So those are definitely things for me, like my personal journey that have come along with putting myself first.
0: Yeah. And and I I found not just that, but um, I I know that you guys are looking to, move at some point mm-hmm. right yeah and once you move away from like where you've lived for so long like just the amount of friends I kind of posted this on Instagram a few about two weeks ago and some people didn't yeah I it, saw it but, but it was yeah like one of the life hacks is moving away from people you've known all your life because then you have to like find people that you like to hang out with not because of who you were at any yeah. time in your life like so many people like that I met they didn't know me from oh you went to this high school and you went and like you did this and that no they had no idea who I was And and like, but over time you kind of develop those friendships and like some of your old friendships just kind of fall off because if it wasn't for social, I mean, especially we live in an age where you can stay connected, but like how many times would you like just never see this person again? Yeah. Especially once you move away, like you're out of sight, out of mind.
1: Yeah. I honestly feel like this move is coming at the perfect time because Mm -hmm. we are just, Growing and evolving and becoming different people, and you know, me moving. This isn't the first. I've been trying to get the fuck out of here for years. I I left and I moved to Florida when I was like nineteen, mm-hmm. and I wanted out. And I came back and I went to college because I wanted out. Like it was only forty minutes away, but it was out. And then I moved to the city because I wanted out. I've been trying to get the hell out for a really long time, and. I think I just still needed to do some work, you know, here with, with um, people I love and with, you know, just the whole, like, if I'm thinking about it spiritually, like I just needed to do more work and learn more lessons. And now I feel like, okay, all of that is done. This place, Long Island has served its purpose in my life. And I'm ready, genuinely uh-huh. ready to like move on. I don't, like when I moved, when I was 19, I cried. From the minute I woke up to the minute I got to Florida, the entire plane ride, the poor lady next to me was like trying to console me. She's like, I have some DVDs. I was like, oh, that's okay. But I was so not ready to do it because, you know, yeah. like now I'm ready. Now I'm like, okay, I know I did all I needed to do. I accomplished everything I was supposed to accomplish and I'm ready. So I'm like, it's it's coming at the perfect time.
0: Awesome. Yeah. I mean, and, and once you do move, like you figure out that you still need to, you'll still need to, still need to work on stuff, right? Um, Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you, Probably. you will.
1: but it might be, it might be,
0: it might be different stuff.
1: Too. I was going to say it might be because it's at a distance now. I feel like I mm. can't, you know what I mean?
0: It's also nice when, when people can't just like show up at your place unannounced, like family.
1: No one does that here. Okay. That's <laughs> good.
0: Boy. Yeah. Uh, I, I, every now and like we live two hours away from our family, so we don't see them as easily like because you'd yeah. have to usually it's a trip right they, they make a trip down mm-hmm. every now and then like uh somebody will like they'll go to baltimore for something like oh well, we'll just stop by and like they one time my mom came to our house like 8 30 in the morning on a saturday i'm like unannounced yeah mom <laughs> yeah. And, and i was just like uh yeah next time how you like text call something i mean we what were up were- but it was like bus. just chilling <laughs> well, well she doesn't have a key so she had to wait for us to answer the door it. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, good times. But yeah, I, I I really I really believe that like moving is some of the best because like some some of us just get stuck. Not just like to like change your your surroundings and like get new opportunities and all that, but even just like you just get stuck in your ways too because like you're just comfortable. Like and yeah. comfort can be like the enemy of progress, right? So absolutely. Um. All right. So I I kind of like kind of getting towards winding down. Um. <laughs> I like to ask everyone like uh. Like a hobby or interest that's not necessarily related to weight loss, it can be. And I was just curious what yours is.
1: So I don't, I'm like not into any one specific thing. Genuinely, like what makes me like feel alive is just being outside, being near Mm -hmm. the water. Any like body of waters gives me a lot of like really good energy. I love kayaking, I love hiking. Um, Water sports are like my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um anything that goes room is my favorite, like <laughs> quads or jet skis, love that kind of stuff. Um, so just being outside and and in nature is really like my favorite thing.
0: Awesome. Um, so when you so uh, I, I found I discovered that last year myself, uh, that I liked it more than I yeah. realized. And just being outside, and it wasn't even like in nature, it was like my sub-development, <laughs> but it yeah. was just like walking around and I was like, I just like started to get like a kind of like a piece when I was walking. And I kind of got that with hiking. Like we went hiking in um, Glacier National Park last in the last summer, cool. early fall, and it was also like very peaceful. And I mean, there's more people mm-hmm. there than are in my subdevelop and walking around. But um, but you know, like I I I don't know. There's just like a calmness of it until mm-hmm. like well, until there's a bear. But
1: you <laughs> ran into a bear? No, I did
0: not. I oh, I about to I, say. Oh, my God. I had bear spray though uh, that I bought, but because <laughs> uh, I was not I was not I was, like, I was like I did all this work I'm not getting taken out by a bear yeah right
1: I hear you <laughs> uh,
0: but but yeah and uh, I just found that I like because I used to think the people that go walking outside are are like sycophants or something because like like I, I don't want to do that I don't want to yeah like who like I just um I've had on a couple guys that are also marathon runners which I okay. thought was like the ultra crazy right yeah
1: I'm still think that's ultra crazy yeah. <laughs>
0: But you know, I, I, I kind of get it more now because I, I was like I I was like I walk five k's or ten k's.
1: Yeah.
0: By my like walking them, and I'm like, eventually I want to run, but I'm at the point I'm not at the point where I feel comfortable running at my weight because I'm yeah, like, yeah, I was it's gonna say, lot, have you lot. tried? I, Shin yeah. Shins
1: are so real.
0: I I have done um I'll do like one I'll do like I think I did almost five minutes straight. Wow. Running. Um, but that's it. I don't go any I didn't go any further than that. I, I built up to it because I did like. One minute running, three minutes walking and like Mm -hmm. one minute and 15 seconds running and like four minutes. Like I just kept going up as I was doing my normal. Um, But yeah, I got up to almost five. I think it was like like five minutes or so. I don't really remember anymore. It was a while ago, but. It's
1: for you. That's long.
0: Yeah. That was like really pushing it. And um, by like three minutes, I'm pretty comfortable, but eventually, because I want to, I want to do a 5k in person. I want to, I want to make sure I can do it under the hour because usually they have like (laughs) an hour time limit. And mm-hmm. I just want to finish under the hour because I can walk it. <laughs> I can walk a five k in about an hour and six minutes.
1: It's pretty close.
0: Yeah, it's pretty close. So that's yeah. why I'm like, uh, I'm like, uh, like you can do this. And but but yeah, just outdoors is just nice, especially when it's not like sweltering hot or too too freaking cold, like yeah, winter.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, winter sucks.
0: Yeah, but that's awesome. Um, especially if you move you know moving to Florida, you have plenty of plenty of nice weather.
1: Oh yeah that's that's something i'm really looking forward to is like exploring florida like just in general i mean one thing we actually ryan and i talked about this because i um i went kayaking like by myself it was like a treat yourself kind of moment Mm -hmm. i was like i have nobody to go with and i want to go i'm just gonna do it Mm -hmm. and ryan was really nervous he's like what if you fall out i'm like i'll just swim like (laughs) that's it um But I was in a river as opposed to like, there's a lot of bays and like the ocean here because we're on an Mm -hmm. island. But I was in a river. And um, I said, like, I would be terrified to do this in Florida because of like alligators. You know, like, (laughs) I love kayak. It's like one of my favorite things to do. Mm -hmm. But like alligators, that's really scary. Like, I'm really afraid of them. So I don't know how people do it. But people definitely do it. I know they do. I've seen like videos yeah. and all this other stuff. And I'm like, how are you not terrified? Like, what if you come in contact with one of them? What do you
0: do? You're fast. I, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. So I, was, I, was like, I was like, you get your gun.
1: That's gonna be interesting.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you'll uh you'll have to keep us posted on your sto- on Instagram. Oh you sheets. know I will.
1: I definitely will.
0: I can only imagine like you see alligators just on this I mean because you see them every like all the time in Florida when you're like driving up and down the roads you'll yeah. see them so
1: that's I, not I, scary or like if they're like yonder i'm not afraid but if they're in the water with me and i'm in oh a kayak yeah. like oh yeah i can't swim away i can't paddle away fast enough those things are really fast so like that scares the shit out of me so i don't know we'll see
0: It'll be yeah an
1: adventure.
0: <laughs> yeah you need to find yourself like a nice man-made lake that, that's not <laughs> doesn't yeah is in it right
1: well even man-made lakes yeah, well,
0: they'll, they'll find it because they'll find yes. the water source Okay, yeah. so you need to make like a you need to have a pool and just put a kayak in a pool. Yeah, and
1: just like bump back and forth on the walls. It, of the it'd, be, pool. it'd be like
0: those pools that are meant for like you know how they have the pools that are very small that people just swim in, but they don't really move because they, oh, know, they're like, like, like jets, yeah. the jets,
1: yep. like like that, like that. Okay, yeah. But 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 so then, like then,
0: then it kind of takes the point out of the kayak, but you know,
1: it definitely does. But we'll work it out. We'll figure yeah.
0: it out. Yeah, you can always <laughs> go in the ocean. There's only like sharks and stuff there.
1: Yeah, I could go in the ocean. You're right. I feel like a shark wouldn't like come up to eat my boat though. Like an alligator would be like meat. a shark would be like, Oh, that's just uh, a boat. I don't care.
0: Yeah. I, I haven't, I'm not an expert, so I'm going to do the legal disclaimer and say, <laughs> do it at your own risk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, now it's time for the last segment of the show called Brett's corner, which okay. used, to, used to be my uh, working name in the podcast <laughs> and I asked five questions, same five, and i just like to get to know the guests a little bit more with these answers. So question number one is, what movie, TV show, or event are you most excited for in the coming year?
1: So I'm not really into movies or TV shows, but before the pandemic, um, I was planning, and I didn't know if it was definitely going to happen, but I was planning. My goddaughter loves Taylor Swift, and I love her. So I was planning on taking her to the Taylor Swift. Like I think it was called like the love festival or something. It was like a concert. She always tries to do something different, which with each tour. So this was going to be like more of like a a music festival sort of thing. So, um, I wanted to take her to that. Um, and I hope to be able to do something like that in the future. Um, another thing that I want to do is just like, go, I love concerts. Like live music is my thing. So, um, I want to go to something like that with Ryan because we've never gotten to do that yet, and um, we have so much fun together. So we would have such a blast. So I want to do something like go to a concert sometime soon.
0: Yeah, it's especially nice with the pandemic being seem like it's getting better. I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna jinx it. Nope. Um, and fun fact: Taylor Swift is from my hometown. Really? <laughs> She's yeah. She she is by far the most famous. Wait, Reading. 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 Sorry.
1: Um, yes,
0: Redding, I didn't Pennsylvania. know
1: that. Yeah, she was Why did I think she was from, now. like,
0: Tennessee? She's like, it, it, it claim, she claims Nashville as her, like, right? town now. She moved there when she was young, but she was in Reading for, like, at least, like, for a few years. Um, and that's
1: possibly where she had that Christmas tree farm, because Reading isn't that, like, a Christmas, like, town? Not really. don't you guys like love christmas there or is that just
0: no, me no no, no, no no that's uh because you, you Making went to christmas a village and you were you were uh, disappointed by christmas village a bit
1: no i wasn't it was cool it was just oh, like no,
0: no you were disappointed by the people i think if i remember right
1: oh yeah the people were weird yeah but not at the christmas village because i think there was just a lot of different people there it was yeah, yeah. local people i was like what is going on here
0: yeah yeah so it's not, it's not really it's not really uh christmas so writing is like an old steel town from the Like when steel was big in pennsylvania okay and um and then it still died and then Reading's like depressed like it's been a depressed town for like 20 years at least
1: maybe that's uh, why the people are not very nice maybe
0: that's why i don't live there uh but but yeah so so yeah so and um we went actually i took my wife to see her concert in 2015 in philly and she calls it her hometown concert because she's like "I'm i'm from right up the road
1: Uh, probably like an hour or so but it's it's an hour
0: but but yeah but she's doing stadiums and there's nothing closer yeah 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 yeah. all right uh question number two what are two non-health related goals you have for the next year
1: um i have a couple but i would say to be able to when i get to florida where we're going is a really big like they're really focused on like holistic health down there um so i would like to kind of launch like officially like my health coach career i have a few clients here um but it seems almost kind of like a dead end unless you're like out east and like the hamptons are on the north fork where you don't want that kind of clientele anyway because they're not very um down to earth and i'm very down to earth so like we don't click Um, So most of my clients are virtual, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, they're not from here, which I love. So in Florida, because there's such a holistic uh, focus on holistic health in the area that we're going to, um, I really would like to make connections and kind of like get my health coaching career off of the ground, Mm -hmm. Um, be it with like private clients like I have now, or, you know, working in collaboration with people, that kind of thing. So that's one goal. The other goal I would say is probably getting to purchase a house again because I had a house I I bought and remodeled a house here which was like a crazy adventure I learned a lot from it um but I think I just want to be able to like not move anymore I've moved a lot in my life I want to say like upwards 20 maybe wow Uh, all on Long Island, mostly except for the Florida and the city kind of stuff I explained, but I've moved a lot and I just really don't, I don't want to move anymore. I just want to have a place where I'm staying. And this is, this is where I am. So, um, I thought I had that with the house that I bought, but you know, life happened, we got divorced and here I am now.
0: So, um,
1: I would like to, to have that happen again. So I guess buy a home and, and get solid with my career.
0: Awesome definitely doable, right? I mean, oh yeah, definitely. Okay. So number three is if someone came to you saying they were lacking motivation to stay consistent, what three pieces of advice would you give them?
1: So I feel like one of the big things I would want to like take a look at with that. And this is what I do with myself. is like, okay, what have you eaten today? That is making you so tired or not in the mood or whatever, because there's a lot of times when we eat too many carbs or too much fat and we kind of get like lethargic. So if you look at that, I feel like that helps take a look Mm -hmm. at it, you know, with curiosity, not judgment and just be like, "Hmm, you know what? I actually did eat a little bit more sugar than I normally do. And that's probably why. And ultimately it's going to lead up to you just got to get up and do it which was going to be my third piece was just put on a cute ass outfit and get going um that's what i do to myself i'm like i'm gonna put on these new leggings i got Mm -hmm. or i'm gonna put on this cute workout top and i'm gonna do my thing that's i guess my second piece and then i guess my third piece is like what else is going on are you mad because you got in a fight with your friend? Are you um, pissed because something happened at work and you just don't want to? Because a lot of that stuff affects like our energy levels and our, our energy just in general on like a metaphysical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of stuff you take into account too and you maybe can work through it or you know just take a deep breath and try to put it to the side for a minute and then get going. So just take a look and raise your awareness kind of what's gone on in your day, what's going on, and then put on a cute ass outfit and get it together.
0: <laughs> awesome. I like it. All right. Number four, what have you discovered most about your journey or what have you discovered most during your journey that surprised you?
1: Um, uh, let, me, I I me, let
0: me rephrase because I messed it up. <laughs> what have you discovered about yourself during your journey that surprised you the most?
1: I think back to that moment where I put the kibosh on that big relationship I was like wow you really you've never done this before and you're really doing something here so I think just valuing myself and and having a deeper understanding of the people in my life and you know kind of why things happened the way that they did and being able to act from that place of like love instead of kind of like a place of fear where I was like what if this and what if that and what if something happens and what if this is a wrong decision kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, that really was like a really big moment for me, for sure.
0: Yeah. That's that's awesome because it's it's real like reflection and like self-growth.
1: Yeah, right? definitely. Yeah. It was a huge moment.
0: All right. Now here's everyone's favorite question, number five. <laughs> if in 150 years science yeah. fails to save us and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be? And what would the blurb tell us about Allie?
1: So I, I can't really say the title. Something is telling me to say, like, it's not you. Because in my life, um, you know, with my story, my history, I absorbed a lot of what went on around me. And what I believed about myself was what other people believed about me. And it wasn't ever really true. Mm-hmm. Like, and I allowed cause I didn't know any better. I allowed those beliefs to become me. And as a result, I was unhealthy. I was miserable. I was mean. I was, I just was always tired all the time. Sad. Oh my God. Sad was the biggest thing. It was the biggest emotion. I was always sad. And it was like, I get emotional thinking about how sad I was. Like nobody should ever live Life like that, you know what I mean? Like, nobody should be that sad, but I was really sad because I believed all of these things I had been told for a really long time. Um, and it's not because these people wanted me to feel this way, it was because they didn't know any better themselves either, you know what I mean? Everybody, um, you can't do better unless you know better, and everybody treats people a certain way because that's how they feel about themselves or that's how they were taught to. Mm -hmm. feel. So, um, when I say like, it's not you, I guess my message is like silence the noise as best you can and really take a look at yourself. Because once I started doing that, I started like living, you know what I mean? I started Mm -hmm. putting pieces together and understanding and being like wow I actually have value and I am pretty freaking cool and like I'm funny and I'm silly and I'm smart super smart you know what I mean like I started thinking these things about myself and I was like I remember I said to someone I was really close to I was like you're you like you're lucky to know me like genuinely and I wasn't being a jerk about it like I was like I'm really freaking cool and you yeah. think that I'm annoying and i'm this and i'm that but like i'm actually really cool and if you would give me a chance to show you how cool i am like mm-hmm. you would think you know what i mean like and that was like a big moment for me too is to like be like wow like you actually have some sort of value so i guess when i say like it's not you it really isn't you it's the people around you that you grew up with it's the generational trauma that has been passed down and you know what i mean mm-hmm. you learn about all of this and then you understand and it really isn't you. And then you get to find out who you are and the weight that you hold, no pun intended, um, and the value that you bring, you know what I mean? Um, so I guess that's, that would kind of be like my whole blurb.
0: <laughs> awesome. I, I, I like it. I, that's my favorite question because yeah. um, I get a different answer every time because nobody's going to think the same. Yeah. Like a lot of other ones can kind of, you can kind of bar like pieces will be similar. Yeah. Like that one, like no way it's ever the same. And when no. it is, that's when I quit doing the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you coming on today. And if uh, people want to reach out to you on social media, where can they hit you up?
1: At Ascend yourself. A-S-C-E-N-D-Y-O-S-E-L-F.
0: Awesome. I will add that to the show notes and we will um hopefully see you again sometime thank you
1: for having me
0: yeah um so i want to thank everybody for listening and or watching all the way to the end you made it congratulations uh make sure you check out the show notes for links to anything we mentioned during the show um you can also check out my website becomingbrett.com you can follow me on instagram and twitter at becomingbrett and the show at becoming more pod on instagram Until next time, make sure you give us a five-star review. It helps the show out a lot, like I said, when we started. And come back next week to learn how we can all become more.